everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. Last episode, we left off with Robert coming back from seeing Mama again, um, taking risk, seeing Mama one more time as she gives him some palm sugar secretly by rubbing his body a little bit with some sugar. Um, he was able to get just a little bit sustenance there. So now he's back at the camp and um, he's going to run into somebody else, another uncle, who is really going to have a really big impact in saving his life. Let's see what happens. They keep changing leader too, because uh, that's probably the policy for them because they don't want group of soldier have a relationship with the, uh, people the people in the camp. Right. I mean, like us. They try to avoid that. Avoid yeah. that. So uh, that's why they got one group kill less people. Some other leader came in, kill more people. It really just depends. Depends. Your luck. So I went back uh, to camp and then. Uh, now they assign you in the different uh, areas. See, they 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 changing work place all the time. Whatever they need, you know, they sometimes they send you like walk like three hour to a workplace, and then sometimes it work it was only fifteen minute work, uh, you know, walk to work. Uh, but it's all in the it's the same types of work, you know, dig the canal, build the uh, planting rye, planting tree, cutting tree. It's, it's the same types of work. Right. So one, one day, uh, they put, they assign about 50 people. They assign about 50 to 60 people to dig the canal. In uh, the village is about far away. Uh, you walk probably oh, about three, four hours. Uh, that village, I didn't know that village that where uh, mom's uncle live. Mm. And his name, Fun. Fun. Last name Chow is the same as me. And he is my best friend when we, we went to school together. This is not the same uncle. Live in Long Beach in Mandre Park today. Well, this is the, not the same uncle that gave you the medication. Yes. Oh, it is the same yes. uncle. Yeah. Did I mention that earlier, right? No. You mentioned that he... Uh, he drove by on the bicycle and gave you the medicine from Mama. No, not no, that that uncle. that uncle. No, no, this one's mom, mom, mom's uncle, not my uncle. Oh, mom's uncle. Yeah, like my mom. My yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, his name fun. He he's my best friend. We went to school together. I see. So, but he was he was a handsome guy, uh -huh. and I didn't know that he was 
while he still married the same lady. And the lady requests the leader to marry him. Mm. So he, he, well, he had to. Right. And this lady was working in a hospital as a nurse, as a nurse in that village. Mm. Not the hospital that you've been to. No, no, no. This is a completely different, different, uh, yeah, different village. You, if you walk, it probably, if you ride by, it probably going to be, going to be five hours. Mm, okay. You know, and then, but we walk across, you know, shortcut. So about three hours. So they assign about 50, 60 people to work to make the canal, which is close to that village. Mm-hmm. So when we dig the hole and that, you know, at lunchtime, he the one that helped the uh, people bring food to us. Oh, I saw him. Like and I server. was Yeah, so because see, when every time when it's far away from your camp, the different village you request the uh, worker, our camp leader agree, but they agree to feed us that day mm-hmm. the food. Because it's no way that they can bring the food from the camp like three, four hours. So the village that close by there provide us food. I see. So I think at lunchtime I saw him, but I he didn't really recognize me. But I recognize him because he didn't change much because he had plenty of food because he married the nerve in that village. Mm. So after they Mary, that nerve, he, they put him to raise the uh, pig oh. for the, for, for the village. How nice. Yes. <laughs> That's a gold mine. <laughs> so they have pig that they feed. It's, the food is way better than us. Way, way better than us. Because they have real rice to feed them the rice. You know, to fatten up the pork. Exactly. So I remember when I heard this part, Robert mentioning that the cattle and the pigs got better food. They had actual rice. It just made me realize, like, wow, these Khmeru soldiers, to put it in perspective, really, really saw humans completely disposable. I mean, they're cattle and their pigs and the things the animals that they were going to kill anyways to feed themselves got more food better food than the humans that were dying around them that they were killing around them i mean that puts everything into perspective so you guys just get and then he had plenty of medicine Plenty, all kinds of, I mean, it's a Western medicine, not mm-hmm. the herb medicine. They do both, help both. So I talked to him a little bit because uh, lunchtime, he said, oh my God, what happened to you? So skin, I said, yeah, well. So it's I tell him you, a little. Easy yeah. for you to say when you. Yeah, he actually, he was fat. <laughs> I said, how, what you do, you know, and he told me. What do you me, mean? What happened to yeah, me? Yeah. So, uh, 
That was exciting. I thought, you know, oh, wow. And they gave me more food, you know that? They gave me more food, you know. Oh, that's but, you know, and uh, real food, rice now. They gave me the rice, you know. Mm-hmm. And then put the, put the rice soup, uh, put the rice in the bottom and then put the rice soup. So you're hiding the rice. You're hiding the rice. I see, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he said, uh, I just live not too far from here. I had to walk about maybe half an hour, half an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, he said, I'm there all the time. Uh, if tomorrow, if you come back, because you don't know your schedule. Right, exactly. If tomorrow you come back, I hope I can bring something for you if they let me bring, you know, serve the food to your, to your team. Uh, this is all a risk for him too, again. Oh, big risk. Big risk for him too. Yeah, yeah. Even when you marry the nurse. Uh, I think the risk for him is probably less, less. because they didn't really pay attention to him that much mm-hmm. because uh, I think, you know, not like other people, people taking risks. Because yeah. he now is the same team as them. Mm-hmm. And then he, all these soldiers need help from him too medicine and all that from his wife right so his wife is a is an actual nurse before yeah. the Khmer, before the Khmer Rouge take over no okay no i don't know somehow somewhat she probably have a connection with the Khmer Rouge and all of that so mm-hmm. she can get that she position. got that job that position that's what what i say is you can request if you are Khmer Rouge team i mean to the soul nurse or whatever uh, you can request anyone to marry you, you if know? you were part of their team you're part of their team you couldn't do that obviously well you can do too but then you have to go through you know the Khmer Rouge uh, because uh, the Khmer Rouge the soldier the if leader. they say yes yes if they say no it's no but it's not like you can choose somebody within the Khmer Rouge oh no the Kamaru soldier can request anyone. You, yeah. Yes. But you as yourself cannot they not request. yourself. You cannot request. I take that back. They not request. Oh, okay. They just tell you. Right. You marry the handicap. You marry that old soldier. You, you marry whatever they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. You have two options. You say no, you die. Historical content. Historical content. Okay, so forced marriages were very, very common during the Khmer Rouge, actually. Um, It shows the lack of system that they had. And so I remember Robert mentioning this in a prior episode before, but um, just to go into a little bit more detail, this affected everybody between the ages of 13 through 35 and were organized in almost every village whether you were unmarried or formerly married, it didn't really matter. At this time, over 250,000 women were forced into marriages and were also forced to consummate, aka, um, you know, they were raped. 
This is a very, very special scenario, though. In this situation, the uncle was actually chosen by a Khmer Rouge lady. So you can say that some people were actually lucky to be chosen by a Khmer Rouge person because if if that partner actually happens to be nice to them, um, I mean, then then you were living a pretty decent life. You were immediately considered to be part of the quote-unquote Khmer Rouge team and therefore you never were to be put in a position to overwork yourself or or starve um, as Robert mentioned in fact this uncle gained weight which was crazy so I think it's safe to say that really though in the experience through the Khmer Rouge everybody had a different experience it really really depended on the luck um, that you had during this time. So uh, the next day, they didn't, they, they didn't assign us to go back to the same place to, you know, take that canal that next to my friend's village. So I was sad. I said, oh, my God, uh, I wish I can have, uh, you know, medicine or some food from him. So then uh, after maybe a month or two, then they assign us back to that, that place that close to that village. Mm. Now it got so many small villages next to each other. So now they assign to one that, a little bit further that village, but it's not that bad. It's about maybe two hour walk, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, they assigned us to stay in that village for one week to to help. The village is not close to my friend's village, but it's not it's not far. Not that far either. Yeah, but yeah. then we have to stay there for one week to to you know to work. Right. So then I make up my mind. I said. Well, I got to have to go uh, to see him. One of those days. One of those days, because even a big risk, I think it's worse for me because he told me he had all kinds of medicine. Right. That's what I'm probably going to save my life in the future. Right. And how sugar, he got plenty. He, this guy was fat. Not fat, but compared to, to us, he like, God. Gaining weight. Weight, have food. I, we, we can tell. During He's this got time plenty of food. Not the common time to be gaining weight. No, he got plenty of food. I mean, I'm not, I'm sure. Because I like I say, the pig food, it's way better than us. Way better than us. So, uh, so I was planning uh, when the told us I said that well which I said oh okay that's that's great so we went there was working the first day the second day I had to do, to find a way to go to see him as soon as because you don't know when they're gonna pull us back right to the old camp right so the third day I believe it's a, a few days later I after work, this is after work. This is a big risk too. After work, he don't really care much of the soldier. When they eat, you know, you cannot go at night either because, you know, when they go at night, they say, what are you doing? 
They right. thought you tried to escape. Right. During the day, daylight, it's okay because you're going chasing rat for mm. food. You see, everybody go out chasing rat. After work, I stay out there because the work from that work is about maybe one and a half hour to that village. You see what I'm saying? Mm. If I go back to this, the village that we stay. It's a bit farther. Exactly. So where you're where you're currently staying and working at is only temporary. Yeah. And that's that temporary place is close to him. Closer. Closer, closer but the the him. workplace is even closer. Mm. So after work, you know, and then say, oh, and then everybody like go chasing rats. So I take my long stick and just keep chasing. I'm just chasing, and sometimes I pretending running, chasing that rat, and mm-hmm. go toward him. my friends, my him, my the, his village. Right. I'm come chasing and this and that, and then with my friend, uh, with the, you know, and everybody all over the place. You know, when uh, it's still it's still daylight. Right. So now I'm getting close to the village. Then. I don't know his house where he live. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I didn't think about it. Then I said, "Oh crap!" I said, "This is I can pro- gonna have to." It just it just behind the the village is all bamboo tree and all that you know around that and then then uh, I said I. I had to go back because otherwise it's too dark when I, I cannot make it. Uh, I cannot make it back when it's too dark. It's too risky, you know. Right, right. Uh, then I, I said, Jesus, I spent like almost one and a half hours to get here. Why, if I go back, I say, why I just go in because and ask people where the uh, uh, the the where they raise the pig, you know, mm-hmm. ask because you don't want to ask the soldier. You exactly. ask a lot of people still in the village during, you know, being a time. I mean, right. still, you know, there's a lot of people, you know. Yeah, that's smart. So, so I asked one uh, old lady, you know, she's still walking from the field. I said, you know, where the uh, uh, they raise the pig for the village. She said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just right over there. I think there's all the pigs, you know, the guy. I said, uh, what you, uh, I said, oh, oh uh, uh, I have a assignment to looking for the uh, guy that raised that pig. And then because it's not soldier, I think it's okay, you know, because right. she know that I'm, I'm just the regular, you, you know. Tell. Yeah, yeah, because you're close. Right. You, 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 the clothes you wear. Khmeru soldiers all wear black uniform right. and with the hat. Right. You know, like a China communist uh, hat, you mm-hmm. know, the, the style. And then I went over there so fast because I didn't have much time because I don't want to walk back when it's dark. So I went and I was so lucky. I saw him. Feeding the pig, you know, and then he said, and then he, he just was so surprised. Then he took me to his house right away, which is not far. Well, he's just next to the uh, 
play that he raised pig. Actually, he lived with the pig. I mean, right. you know. So he told me, he gave me the uh, pig food, you know, the pig that they feed. Which is good. Which is good. And then, uh, and then medicine. Antibiotic. Antibiotic. How many? Uh, I think so, probably 10 pills. That's a lot. That's a lot. 10 pills. They said, take it. Is this good for you? Because it's, I've, I use this for the pig. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, he told me, he said, I got uh, use for the pig because, you know, the pig gets sick too. You know, they gave him antibiotic. I don't know why. but And then he said, the pig eat faster and get bigger fast and no disease with that medicine. Oh, I was so happy. And then he gave me sugar, a big small can of sugar. Mm. I never forgot that day. Oh, I was so happy. He said, get out here, hurry. Then I jump out, I walk so fast back. And on, on the way back, I tried to eat that sugar. It's made the main thing there. I finished half a can. Just eating so much energy, sugar. And then the uh, pig food, the pig, you know, just like a, a little uh, rice, mm-hmm. you know. And so we gave me probably around a pound or two. And I, I, I took it with me to the camp because nobody, nobody going to check it. You know, I know uh, uh, if they ask me because I got two that dr- I got two red, you know, that I caught on a field that day. Mm-hmm. So I put it on the top. So I, I, I tie it. So, but uh, was lucky nobody checked. So I got back to the camp, finished off the uh, palm sugar, half can of that palm sugar. With gold. It was, oh my God. It was never forgetting that day in my life. It was so good. And then I got that. Antibiotic too. Now I feel more a little safe mm-hmm. in my life. Never right. feel that so Se- safe, so security. Se- security, a little bit more security in my life. It's just like gold, that antibiotic. Oh, I was so happy. I was so happy in my life in that three and a half, four year. Yeah, never forgot. That's why when uh, I didn't know that he got to the United States, uh, we, we was, after then, I never see him again and all that, we all separate. So until we got to the United States, and then I found out that he was living in Long Beach. So I was helping him because I was, uh, you know, building a lot of donut shop. And I helping him back. And then I, every time I mentioned to his wife, didn't know that he stole the uh, the food and the medicine, gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Then he never tell, he never told his wife either. Mm-hmm. So until he got to the United States one day, so I was uh, when I found out that he lived in Long Beach, I just went to see him. I mentioned to him, "You remember that you gave this medicine and sugar and the." Pig food. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that day. I said, that's the best day in my life. You saved my life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up until today, we still talk. And uh, uh, was, uh, it was 
it was awesome. I think I never feel that happy in that three and a half, four year with the uh, with the Camaros. Mm-hmm. 